Back to School 2020. Students get to grips with new COVID regimes as local schools finally reopen. Article by Elizabeth Lee and Michael Tracy. The safe return to the classroom is another lesson to learn. Students and staff will have to develop new habits, new practices. Carlo students began returning to the classroom last week, a very different classroom to the one they left in March. St Mary's Academy CBS Principal Anna Hearn was very, very pleased with how their reopening had gone, but did not underestimate the challenges that students will face. In St Mary's there is a one-way system and of course the wearing of masks. There are specific toilets for different year groups, segregated breaks, designated entrance points for different year groups and defoggers deployed after the school day. Around 170 first years and sixth years were the first students to be brought back to St Mary's. It was felt that they were the most disadvantaged groups. First years missed out finishing primary school in the classrooms and preparation for secondary level, while the Leaving Cert boys have had upheaval in their senior cycle. The sixth years will find it harder to adjust than our first years. For our first years that came into us, this is the norm in the school, even though it's quite abnormal. Our sixth years would be used to this building, the way we do things, the very good relations between teachers and students in the corridor and meeting people. All of that has to stop. She said, It's such a strange sight to walk into a classroom and look at 28 students with masks on them. I don't underestimate the challenge for students at all. I really don't. It's been a mammoth task for schools to reopen safely. In St. Leo's College, each classroom had to be reconfigured and double desks replaced. More than 1,200 lessons take place in St. Leo's each week and every class had to be organised with a view to maximising student accommodation and minimising movement. Last week, the school organised a four-day induction programme for students. Schools have to work doubly hard to foster a warm and fun environment. St Leo's principal, Neve Broderick, said, Our school, just like every other school in the country, may look different and perhaps even clinical, but we will strive to maintain what is critically important, the warm St. Leo's College welcome, the promotion of the CEIST, Catholic Education and Irish Schools Trust core values, excellence in teaching and learning, our commitment to the individual and the provision of holistic education for our students. FCJ Bunclody Principal Brendan Daly has unique challenges in keeping his charges safe because of two deciding factors. One is the size of the school, where more than 1,000 students, teachers and staff are all working together, and the other is the school's catchment area. Its students come from counties Carlow, Wicklow and Wexford. There are 960 students in FCJ, of whom 180 are first years. First years will be welcomed into the school in three batches of 60, thus avoiding large gatherings and assemblies. To cope with the large number of boys and girls, the school is now split into five main buildings 
where each year has its own learning centre. We have over 1,000 people here, so there are challenges, but we have a huge campus, so people can be spread out, added Mr Daly. The real test for many schools comes this week as a full complement of students return. Ms Ahern summed it up by saying, We're living in a world with more unknowns than knowns. That is reality. Big smiles and some tears at first day in school. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Big smiles and brave faces, tears and nerves. A child's first day at school is always a huge milestone, but even more so when there's a pandemic raging outside and the world has shifted somewhat on its axis. Schools around County Carlow are opening their doors this week for the first time in six months and parents, children and teachers were both excited and nervous about it all. Parents, particularly after such a long break, have concerns, either COVID-related or not. We've been advising and reassuring them through phone calls, emails or Zoom meetings, Orla Hennessy, principal of Tinryland National School, told The Nationalist. She and the staff welcomed 32 tiny junior infants to the school for the very first time on Wednesday and Thursday, with half the class coming in one day and the other half making their debut appearance the following day. Teachers and auxiliary staff spent weeks getting the school ready for the new academic year, following Department of Education guidelines about how to group the children into classroom pods and bigger groups or bubbles when they play outside. In Tinryland, the classroom floors are taped off into sections and seating areas are colour-coded so that each child knows which pod they belong to. The children were shown how to move around their own classrooms to minimise contact with their classmates, while they have a little more freedom when they get to play outside in the fresh air. Teachers are wearing masks when they are one-on-one teaching and when they can't maintain a two-metre distance from the pupils. Orla anticipated that some children will also wear masks because of underlying conditions. The fact that the children have been out of school setting and away from formal classes is a source of deep anxiety for some parents. They're worried that their children have fallen behind in development and will struggle to catch up. Teachers are keen to point out that primary school education is not a race and that the most important aspect for now is to make the youngsters feel as safe, comfortable and confident as possible. Lachlan Bridge National School principal Orfle Mealy said that her pupils were thrilled to be back among their friends in a school of 175. The big focus for now is the children's well-being and for them to become accustomed to their new school settings. Once a child is happy and confident, that's the main thing. It's like slowing down to catch up for them, explained Orfle. Skull Molisha National School in Old Lachlan welcomed 13 little junior infants into the fold on Thursday, along with six new children in the ASD unit. Every child is precious, and with the threat of COVID all around, Principal Mandy Ryan came up with a brilliant idea to alleviate anxieties felt by pupils and children alike. 
Because there are only 107 children in the whole school, Mandy and the staff had time and space to invite each family into the classrooms individually to meet the teachers and see for themselves the new classroom layouts ahead of the school opening on Thursday. Everything is new, but the more the children experience the changes, the more they'll get used to it. Children are very good at adapting to new things, Mandy pointed out. The first few days of reopening have gone smoothly for local national schools, but principals and staff are under no illusions that the next few months are going to be trouble-free. Summing up the situation, Tin Ryland National School Principal Orla Hennessy said, This is a learning experience for us all. If we can get back without any major difficulties in the first few weeks, that's the main thing, and to have contingency plans in place in case we need them. St. Leo's Principal Rejects Nasty Criticism Over School Assembly Article by Michael Tracy St. Leo's College Principal Neve Broderick said she had received a groundswell of support after the college attracted often nasty criticism over a school assembly. The college was among the very first schools in Ireland to reopen last Tuesday with some national media in attendance. However, the reporting of a school assembly and prayer service attended by 152 first years drew online scrutiny and criticism about the large gathering of students in one place. A significant element of the criticism was directed at the Catholic school holding a prayer service in the first place. Minister for Education Norma Foley later became involved and said she did not believe the school had been in contravention of any rules, but it would be best practice if students were kept in smaller numbers. Principal Neve Broderick said the assembly had been meticulously planned with health, safety and well-being to the forefront of our thinking. We adhered strictly to physical distancing guidelines, hygiene regulations, advice around ventilation and the wearing of masks in our huge school gym. Our Mehel leaders and class tutors escorted the girls to their base classrooms after the assembly and they continued induction in smaller groups for the remainder of the week. She noted that a day after the incident, the Department of Education had issued amended guidelines which were an acknowledgement of the previous lack of absolute clarity on the matter. A good news story, a celebration of students finally returning to school and structured routine, was partially soured by people who have little or no comprehension of the enormity of the thinking and work involved in preparing schools for the safe return of students, she said. Ms Broderick added that the negative, misinformed narrative and nasty agenda to the side are not my business. She said she had received support from principals throughout Ireland who had planned similar year group assemblies in the belief that they were fully compliant. The principal also received messages of support and appreciation from parents, teachers and even complete strangers. I am focusing only on the positives. Our first-year students and our Mehel leaders were outstanding and looked beautiful in their green uniforms. I want to thank their parents for preparing them so well. 
My only sadness last Tuesday was that I could not see their smiles under the masks.'